position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, if you have a game, and it is good, then get time and it will be my That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews, and then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals, uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the next game on, bitches! Hello, friends and neighbors, welcome to episode number 396 of the Best Linux Games Podcast, being recorded for you on this 28th of May, 2020, uh, 2022, at 11.20am, left coast, Pacific coast time, coast the most, crack engineer, Ivor Molina over there in the booth, holding up the whiskey sign, asking to be paid, Ivor, you will not only not get paid, you are Fired, motherfucker! Congratulations. Hit the brick ship, bird. Um, that would, of course, make it for... But he's holding up the whiskey sign. That's the best idea you've ever had, Ivor. And the only idea you've ever had, Ivor. Mmm. So... Mmm. Good. We have a, um... A short show for you this week. Let's get straight to our top. Oh, that would of course make it for our sequel for that would of course make it for our sequel friends. 2022, what is it? 05, 28, 1121? Or uh yeah, 1121. Uh we have a short show for you this week. Um 
but that does not mean that it's in any way reduced in terms of the quality you've come to expect from us this dedicated team Vivor and myself here at the Best Links Games Podcast so let's get straight to our top stories before we begin I just want to acknowledge the unbelievable horror that I have heard this whole week has been so difficult to get through and I mean it like I don't know everything went wrong in Uvalde, Texas this fucking week I mean and I've heard things that I can't shake from my mind anymore I mean at all about what not only what happened in that classroom but the police response and then the GQP's fucking instantaneous reflexive lies as they all head to the NRA fucking and oh it you know four times I counted they said it takes a best way to defeat a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun yeah that worked out real fucking well you say that fucking three days you say that to say that to their say that to their faces motherfucker so fuck you uh, Greg Abbott fuck you Ted Cruz and fuck you GQP you all need to be fucking voted out of office this is some unbelievable bullshit yeah fuck you guys so that's all I'm gonna say about that because I've spent the whole fucking week just it's either been impossible to sleep or it's the only thing I can do you know blah I've been playing a lot of pinball a lot of pinball this week during my functional hours so I just wanted to start off by acknowledging that and get that out of the way yeah so I also want to get out of the way no I also want to uh, thank once again friend of the show Blaster Blaster PR BPR for generously donating his time last week to give us that whole fucking hands on with his steam deck um that was I mean it was super generous of him to give us that whole hour uh for an interview especially when I press ganged him while drunk I'm sorry uh about the sounds here but I have my the rundowns on my iPad so I can't really but beyond that he further blew my mind earlier this week by setting up a live stream from his Steam Deck that was so impressive I wish I could inject it into your brains I wish that it had been streamed, it was just straight up through Telegram so it's peer to peer and I wasn't recording it, you know blah, it was amazing it was fucking amazing. The Steam Deck is amazing. Unfortunately, I will not be able to afford to get one probably ever. But, um, yeah, so many thanks go out to BPR for both the interview time and then for taking 
another whole fucking hour out of his life to fucking live stream me via telegram um I couldn't believe it the performance was incredible the performance was absolutely incredible and he and you could see as he's you know doing the stream and stuff he's bouncing between applications and he's setting up performance profiles on the fly while he's inside of Elden Ring and shit unfucking believable and the game not just that game not just Elden Ring he, he did a couple of other games they looked exactly arcade perfect they looked like they were running on my 3080 Ti here on my fucking main machine it was incredible and BPR, by the way, is in, Fuer- in fucking is in Fuerkin Rico, is in Puerto Rico. So, like, you know, he's on the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast. Um, that's how good the Wi-Fi card. And I'm not saying that like the Wi-Fi card connect connected to Las Vegas from Puerto Rico. I'm saying that like he was live streaming all this shit from Telegram. Peer to peer, it was so fucking amazing. I could not believe it. Um, and literally, it looked like it was being run on my 3080 Ti. So we got some deals for you this week. Well, we have one. We have one deal that is actually two separate parts of the same game. Um, and we got a uh, two new and noteworthies. And then we have a, a very short feature about a game that I found this week that had a. What do you call it? Um, A stealth. It it was like a soft open. It was a a a soft release, quiet release. Mm. Uh, So yeah, let's get straight to our deals because uh, this deal, this game, and we're going to talk about it. And we don't have a deals bumper, do we, Ivor? No, we don't. Yeah, you're fired, Ivor. This game is the most amazing looking uh, racing simulator I have ever seen in my entire fucking life. It's called Ride R-I-D-E 4. And not only is it the most amazing uh, racing simulator I've ever seen in my entire life, during in the show notes for this week's episode, you can find, I'll put, I'll absolutely make damn sure that means I'm probably going to forget to put a link our video of the week will be You just watch 30 seconds of this fucking video you will shit your pants not only is it not only will you not believe that it is a video game and I've done this to like 7 people at the bar this this week I've just like shown them on my phone like look at this it's there in first person. They think it's on a fucking GoPro. It's not. It's a video game. In fact, two people... I forgot to tell them that it was on... That that it was from a video game and not on a GoPro. And when I remember to tell them the next day, they shit their fucking pants. Like, their heads exploded. They are... They, you know, I... I like... I fuck, I mean, they, they were incredulous they were beside themselves as was I, and what's even better is this game runs fantastically on Linux and right now, as part of oh yeah, that's the other thing 
Right 4 is not a four-wheeled uh, racing simulator. It is the all-time greatest motorcycle racing simulator. It's two wheels. GP fucking bike racing simulator. And not only does this game look as good as it does in this video when I run it on my 3080 Ti, which is, you know, I mean, like, I guess that's I guess 3080 Ti is like you know, not I guess it's not as as super awesome as I thought it was gonna be, I don't know, I thought it would be like, I don't know, cause like for the 1080 Ti I was like, man, yeah, for like 6 months I felt like, yeah, I got a big swinging dick but the 3080 Ti it runs it on fucking ultra, you know, it just gobbles blah, blah. but everyone else seems like they have a 3080 Ti now too, which is great I'm glad that everyone has so much fucking money I did not want to have to buy a 3080 Ti my 1080 Ti died but um this game is fucking phenomenal, and not only does it look as good as it does in in the video that that uh, uh, I'll put in the the show blurb for this week, but the feel of the bike in first person, especially in first person, I love you know like because I'm a fucking simulator junkie. I love rally simulators. I love. Um, flight simulators, I like air combat simulators, but there's nothing out there that's that great right now for that scratches that particular itch for me that runs on Linux and runs well. Um, I mean, I own a fucking Warthog, for Christ's sake. You know, like, I I have a fucking set of pedals and a Warthog Hottest system. But this game, you can play with just a fucking normal gamepad the way it feels when you're on the bike is so realistic. It's unbelievable. And it looks as good as it does. And the performance is absolutely phenomenal. Um, and it runs great on Linux. Right now, through May 30th, as part of the Steam racing game sale thing, Ride 4 is 75% off at uh, just under $13. But there are also 32 DLCs you can get for Ride 4, and they are all also 75% off. So if you want the base game, and the base game is fine, um, that's, you know, gonna be like 13 bucks. but if you want to get, like, all the DLCs, which I did this morning as I, I realized oh, shit, they're DLCs, um, that'll run you another 20 bucks. So, but all of that is 75% off. So it's like, you know, whatever $35 is times 7.75. And then you, I don't know. It's unbelievable. And if you like motorcycle games, like I do, I'm a big fan of Road Rash. I love Road Redemption which is the last great motorcycle game, but those are arcade games. And here's the one caveat to Ride 4. 
as great as it looks and as tight and as wonderful as the controls the tuning and all of the officially licensed CAD fucking rendered straight from the manufacturers of the actual bikes with the accurate tunings and you could tune every fucking aspect blah 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 this game is fucking do not be confused this game is a fucking simulator it is not a pick up and play arcade racer that means it's incredibly fucking hard especially because this is the fourth game in the series and it seems like maybe earlier on in the franchise they did more hand holding I wish they did more hand holding because of all the racing game, all the uh, motorcycle games I've ever played I've never played a fucking GP simulator. I didn't know that there are brakes on the front and the rear that you can control independently. I didn't know that there... So the learning curve is actually really steep. And the game doesn't explain anything to you. And it expects you to know a lot of stuff. But it is very easy to get better at at least in the first, you know, hour and a half that I've played, I've significantly improved. It's just you have to unfuck your mind from, like, thinking that you're gonna power slide around a turn. You have to take... You have to approach curves in an entirely different way that is extraordinarily satisfying when you get it right, and hilariously catastrophic when you get them wrong. And breaking, and... Like, I am... Normally, like in any racing game, I am doing manual transmission. I'm in the, I'm behind the wheel. I do not do a fucking chase. Can- I don't fucking even. I I don't. I don't even know what you're talking about. You're like not even in the same page as me. If that's how you play racing games, but you know whatever floats your boat. So I am like in first person on the fucking handlebars in this game. You could see everything your your writer is doing with his hands. And uh, you, you you can they're they're racing aids. They can make it easier or make it harder, um, but they don't explain a lot of shit. So if, here's my number one tip: if you're having a hard time with ride four when you first get it, go to the suspension and drop the front suspension by one, and raise the rear suspension by one. That's it. You'll find the bike handles a lot more forgivingly. Uh, It doesn't make it unstable. It does incur a little bit, uh, quite a bit of a speed penalty if you're trying to go for a speed record. But at this point, if like you're that desperate, then just do that. And you'll still be competitive and it'll give you enough like, uh, what do you call it? Um room to move it'll give you enough flexibility and responsiveness from the suspension itself but then you have to go fucking do a lot of reading and a lot of uh, a lot of research or just a lot of repetition which is actually really really fun in the game um it's one of the most amazing games I've ever played I gotta say that Especially in terms of a simulator for anything. It's like a terrestrial vehicle simulator. 
Bam, that's Ride 4. Check out the video in the show blurb. Alright, so that concludes our deals. Those were both deals. Like I said, it's like a you know two-pronged deal. You got like the base game for 13 bucks, and then you can get all the DLCs though for $20. And all of it is 75% off, and you can buy them separately. So I decided because like I love myself a good simulator. I'm probably never gonna have enough time to really master that game, but it is fucking amazeballs. And it's intoxicating. It's so... The sense of speed is really, really good. But the feeling that you are... Like, when you tuck in, if you turn off auto-tuck-in and you actually have to manage that shit on your own, my God, it's so cool. It's also incredibly hard. So now we have two new and noteworthy. So I've based him with a new and noteworthy so we can get out of here in like under 45 minutes. Famous last words, hey, Ivor. Oh, we'll get the fucking case, won't we, Gregor? We'll get the fucking case. I was a North American fall when were in my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. So, first off in our new and noteworthy, we have two new and noteworthies for you. Both of which are technically free. One of, you know, Nothing in life is free, but I want to also give a shout out and a hearty hail fellow well met and thank you to friend of the show Ad Night is Konya from the Discord uh, channel for pointing out this game is called Dead Estate which is like a uh, uh, demi-isometric is cartoony pseudo two-dimensional style but it's 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 really cool roguelike uh where you enter a mansion of doom a cartoony mansion of doom that looks like all of this shit looks like it was drawn by the same people who made the unbelievably awesome mercenary kings um and you progress and you upgrade, you know, your your weapons and stuff, and you meet, you know, merchants. It's like Hades. But it's a shooter, and it's an intense one-room shooter. And you get to choose which, you know, way you want to go out of each room. It's just like Hades. Um, which is a fucking phenomenal game, too, that we probably should have covered more last year, but I spent so much time playing it in early access that by the time it hit 1.0. Anyway, Dead Estate which came out October, uh, this last October, is really good. It says that it's, like, meant to be KVM, like, keyboard, you know, monitor and mouse. Um, but it works fine with, uh, gamepad. And it has a free demo. Otherwise, it's, like, I think 15 bucks. I did ultimately end up buying it. Um, yeah I haven't gotten a chance to play it because that happened all yesterday even though it's an older code sir I was just about to clear them uh, Dead is State it's kind of worth it for like the art and the tits there's like some massive witch tits she's the evil witch merchant 
And it's got a great sense of humor, and the animation and the art style is phenomenal. Um, and the action is is tight, punchy, intense, and uh, I love myself a good roguelike. You know, I mean, you know me. It's like what I love. Also, in our, finally, in our new and noteworthy, before we get to our feature, which is a fucking unbelievable space shooter, side-scrolling space shooter, but in our new and noteworthies, this game came out yesterday. It is a free-to-play game, meaning that, yeah, there are, like, weapon packs that you can buy, but it doesn't seem like it's that expensive. Like, I think the only one that I saw was, like, $10 and seems like that was it because it came out yesterday it's called Master Arena and for someone like myself who has long long ached and waited for a game with crazy fucking Quake I mean Unreal Tournament 2000 2004 style fucking combat kind of like Xenotic but less open sourcey, I guess. I mean, we ran a Xenotic server for a long time. Well, not for a long time, for like a couple of months, but um, Master Arena is totally free to play, and they seem very proud of the fact that it is free to play, which for me, that kind of always smacks of like, we just want your fucking money, we're gonna lure you in, and then you're gonna buy shit. This game does not seem like that. Um, with tons of achievements in really well-made levels with really crazy fucking weapons. You're like all futuristic robots. You're all combat robots like playing in this fucking Death League kind of thing. All sorts of different game modes. All sorts of different game maps. And it's free to play. I've not paid a single cent for anything in Master Arena, and considering the dearth of this type of game that we have, the fact that there is, like, no other games! There's, like, Xenotic, and that's it, and Xenotic is ancient. But Xenotic does have wall jumping, and this game does not. It has this weird perpetual bunny hopping thing that you can do with just, like, one key, and you can bunny strafe and stuff. But, uh, runs great, uh, looks phenomenal. The weapons are interesting. The uh, combat, it's its an arena combat game. It has Capture the Flag, it has Insta-Gib, it's got all the fucking game modes. It does not have Assault, which is you know, that was Unreal Tournament 2K4. That was Oh my god, it was so brilliant. I don't know if it has moddable maps or if it has any sort of uh, map, you know, blob, but it, it touts itself as eSport ready which is interesting. It does not have controller support, so I will not be talking about it probably in the future until either it blows up and everyone is playing it and I am forced to play it. Carpal Tunnel sucks, man. But Master Arena is free and it runs great on Linux. So download it and play it, live it, love it, laughing it, living it, loving it, swimming it, sleeping it, living it, laughing it, moves embarrassing things from condor sheets, uh, entertains visiting relatives, you know, turn a sandwich into a banquet, tired of being the life of the party, change your shorts, change your life, change into a nine-year-old Hindu boy, get rid of your wife, Master Arena. Lots of polish and a lot of enthusiasm. 
A lot of energy. I only I I played one match. I played one match. But it's free. So if you don't like it, shove it up your ugly ass. That's right. Fuck you, Baltimore. Alright, now let's get to our feature. Speaking of fuck you, Baltimore, and then we get more whiskey. Perfect. Oh my god. It's Bolivians. Bolivians! Never gonna let you down. I can read your mind. This week's feature. I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, Scooky. So even the most hardcore... Actually, you know what? I lie. Let's have more whiskey now. Our feature this week... Mm. is a side-scrolling space shooter called Drain Us. (laughs) I know. It has the world's worst title. That would be uh, Delta... Romeo, Alpha, India, November, Uniform, Sierra. I know that you all love this show every week, and you listen to all eight years of it. But it would take a very, very focused person with a very hardcore memory to remember that my favorite side-scrolling space shooter of all time is probably Gradius V. Vic Viper has and T3109 have become unstuck in time, bitches. And we are on a death mission to save ourselves and the galaxy with ourselves in a single player time loop fucking mindfuck of absolute alien carnage um, in impossibly tight side-scrolling spaces with unbelievable upgrades total skill-based you know, that's Konami game I, I man, it's crazy by the way, also go go to draculafactory.herenow.com and find a platform of your choice and buy my fucking album Your Mama's a Slutty Wizard it has nothing to do with space shooters but it does have everything to do with Konami Gradius 5 was so brilliant came out for the Playstation 2 um was so brilliant because it, it, it basically explained like how and why you can live multiple times and why there are continues and you could unlock it was the first space shooter where you could unlock more continues based just on sheer duration of playtime, but also on how far you got into the game. Okay. It's the most brilliant side-scrolling space shooter. It's also the most punishingly difficult, one of the most punishingly difficult side-scrolling space shooters ever made that was not a psycho game and did not appear in the arcades. Gradius Five. Vic Viper and T3109 have become unstuck in time. Well, it seems that the folks at Why So Serious is that their name, Ivor? God damn it, you're supposed to put these things in the rundown! Let's see. 
Yeah. Developed by Team Ladybug, Why So Serious Playground, publisher, Why So Serious Playground, and Playism. Drain Us, which I thought it was a porno game, which is why I got it. It's not a porn. It is not a porn. It is one of the... I've already beaten it one time, but when you beat it, that's just the beginning. That is just the start. That's why this is a feature and not a review. There... (laughs) Drainus has one of the most incomprehensible storylines ever. It does not get in the way of the fucking side-scrolling space shooting action, which is very reminiscent of a 3D rendered two-dimensional, so think like Sylphie, but without like you know, the 3D background. It's much more less, it's much less involved 3D than that, but everything is modeled in 3D, so like, there are moments that are just breathtaking in terms of the graphic awesomeness. Um, there are two key features to drain us, which sounds just like anus. It's just, and it, it's, it's it's a terrible title. The first is this. You are the last space fighter, obviously. You know, more or less. I'm not going to ruin any of the story for you because actually the story becomes, does become kind of... <laughs> it's, it never gets in the way, but it does kind of become interesting. In a, I don't know. Eventually you'll find yourself skipping some of the... Mm. Story segments, but there's two great innovations to Dreadus. The first is that you have this shield. So you have like a main attack, and then you have like a super bomb, which is like a super attack. But this shield is a special shield. You have this ring that flies behind your ship. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me while I die. (coughs) Can't talk, inhale, and swallow at the same time. Not even in Drainus. So you have this giant ring that flies behind your side-scrolling little purple ship against all the forces of the ultimate evil empire from which you've evidently stolen this ship. And that giant ring gives you the power to when you press the B button, press and hold it, you can absorb enemy at- incoming enemy energy attacks. Does not matter their size. Does not matter their shape. You can absorb those attacks. And when you let go of that B button you use all that energy to create new attacks that automatically attack everything that's on the screen. You have, that's called the guard. The guard, and here's the other thing that's interesting about this game. The guard is a magnificent fucking construct. The only thing it does not help you with, though, are physical attacks. Those show up as like red 
anything that's like gonna hit you that's like physical shows up as like a red highlighted item and eventually as the game as you progress through the game and as it gets harder and harder you'll encounter more and more complex patterns but the neat thing about this game is that first this judo aspect is amazing it's really 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 well done second the enemies that you fight are super satisfying to blow up third is this guard idea basically takes the pain out of a lot of what a side-scrolling shooter, space shooter normally involves then there's the other great thing about this game so you have you start with like as you kill enemies you get uh, power-up points obviously these get saved though these get even saved if you get killed your progress and your configuration and loadout is saved at the start of each level so after you kill a boss everything is saved at any point during any level you can change your loadout by up by pressing pause the pause button and you can enhance they call it enhance it's a misnomer because it's really just buying new different weapons but there are some things that can be bought multiple times these all require a slot the slots eventually you can reconfigure all of the slots and eventually you can unlock more slots and there's like 87 not 87 there's like um, after you beat it the first time there's probably 30 different maybe 25 different weapons that's a lot of fucking weapons and so what happens is the weapons that you equip in the slots after you unlock them using your energy cores that you get from killing enemies um, or you can also upgrade aspects of your ship using those energy cores which are great I, I, I wish that they're like I said it's not a review this is a feature I've only spent five hours playing this game I've beaten it once already but that's just the start it seems like <coughs> so you have, okay, so you have these slots, and then on the top of your screen when you're actually in the game as you kill enemies not only do you get like, you know, the core tank fill up things that are like permanent like if you, you know, you kill those don't eat you have a limited number of lives though to make it through a single level but your cores, the tanks that you, you've saved up, they stay with you. So you have these slots. And so, like, let's say you have, like, f- you got five slots, okay? Let's just say you have five slots. The first first one you can't change until way later in the game. That's just like a normal fucking mega blaster. It's like... The next one, though, let's say you equip uh, a missile there. 
And then in the third one, let's say you equip uh, another blaster weapon. Let's say you equip like a fucking laser. And then in the fourth one, let's say you equip uh, like a floating, uh, like a bit pal, like a second wingman kind of ship. And you can upgrade those guys until you have like four of them. And there's different formations of them that you can buy and stuff in in using your energy tanks. And these are all permanent upgrades. Every time you take damage, like hardcore damage, it will knock you back to whatever weapon you had before the damage. So if it goes one, two, three, four, and let's say four is like, you know, your best weapon, it'll knock you back to three if you take a lot of damage. This combined with like the whole idea of like you can retry every mission from with all the tanks that you had when you entered into the mission. You don't get to keep anything from like later on. Like if you die three times or whatever, you die. But eventually you can unlock more lives and you can also unlock more um your guard, your 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 ability to absorb enemy energy attacks. And 80% of everything that attacks you is going to be energy. The rest of everything else is going to be just trying not to crash into shit. Especially the ground. The game is not brutal at first. It eventually gets very brutal. It eventually becomes very very Gradius V in terms of the compressed spaces and the amount of fucking decisions you have to make blah, but your guard has like a limited duration that you can hold it down for. You want to hold it down for as long as possible under the biggest and most impossible fucking damage that's incoming to you because then when you let go of it if you let go of it in time and get out of the damage zone you will inflict catastrophic screen clearing boss annihilating <coughs> damage you also have a super weapon um, which makes you it does make you invincible but it's it's nowhere near as good as but eventually you can upgrade the guard to where like you can have the guard on for a long time where you can increase the guard's actual power of its counterattack when you release it and also you can increase the amount of charge tanks that you have which in essence means you can hold you can guard for longer periods of time before having to release it and so there's like a, a very simple very it's simple enough for my you know fucking plebeian mind to fucking comprehend and it gives you this whole new um approach to playing a a very difficult side-scrolling space shooter that really reminds me of um god damn it Ivor you're supposed to write these things down fuck uh, it's not Zen 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 Oh, yes, Zengeki! Zengeki! 
What the fuck? God damn. Oh, wait, hang on. Sorry about this. We're almost done with the episode. No. See if... No, it does not work. Huh. Could have sworn there was a game called Zengeki Warrior. But anyway, that was a little too meretricious. This is straight up high quality space shooter, side-scrolling space shooter bliss. You will like it quite a bit. And even better, even better. Oh shit, I thought this game had a fucking demo. Does not look like it has a demo. I could have sworn that this had a demo. Anyway, Drainus is $13.49. Check it out if you like side-scrolling space shooters. I'm going to go back to playing pinball and promoting the banging my album like a cheap drum up and down the street. God damn it! What the... Ha! They said that I had lost my mind. No, it's called Zang Geki Warp. And this was a game that we reviewed um, forever ago. It was done by uh, Astroport. They made a lot of really cool, very meretricious things. Zangeki Warp has a similar mechanic, but it's nowhere near as good or as uh, that game is really fucking hard from the get-go. The genius of fucking uh, Drainus is, I know, except for the name, is that it it's so easy to get into and it is intoxicating. It's like sylphide in certain parts and there's so much polish in the game. You will love it even if you don't like side-scrolling space shooters. That's our show for this week. Go to draculafactory.herenow H-E-A-R dot now or herenow.com sorry uh, and uh, find where you can buy our album. Your mom is a slutty wizard! I'll leave you with... Well, we'll save it for next week. Cheers, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Four or five times A good idea. Four or five times Hi there. There is delight in doing things right Four or five times It is I, E.B. Farm. Maybe I'll cry I'll get you a drink And if I die I'm gonna try Four or five times Do you like to play? We like to play I like you We like to sing It only runs on Linux We like to go Yada yada yo Four or five times We're gonna have such fun Bebop one You're becoming hysterical Bebop two Yes sir Thank you sir Bebop three Yada yada yee Four or five times Matt Damon. Burn everything.
everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farm. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.